This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. When you have control of your money and your time, you have the ability to not only improve your life, but the lives of countless others. That is powerful. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do three things. First, we'll be answering a question from the Marriage, Kids, and Money community about what to do after you've paid off your mortgage and you become a millionaire. Yeah, man, that's a great spot to be in, right? And second, we're back with our Coast Fire segment. This quarter, we're going to be featuring Josh from Michigan, who recently hit Coast Fire after accumulating more than $600,000 in his retirement accounts by age 35. Whoa. And last but not least, my son Calvin will be joining me for another good word. With all the rough news out there lately, Calvin and I are going to be sharing some good news for you to know about and maybe carry on with you in the day. All right, let's jump into today's show. I received a question from Shane on Instagram, and here it is. Hey, Andy, I love how you've planned your future out. This is the phase my wife and I are in and was wondering if you have tips. I have always been motivated and goal oriented. We became millionaires at 36. Wow. (laughs) And paid off our home. But now what? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Awesome, Shane. That is incredible, man. 36 years old. You're a mortgage-free millionaire family. That is, that's incredible, man. It really is. Kudos to you. Way to go. It's like you did all the stuff you're supposed to do, and now your whole life is ahead of you. I'm blown away, man. This is so cool. Let's discuss your question here so we can help other folks maybe who are in this specific spot or that hope to be in this specific spot in the future and maybe want to get motivated by what you've done here, Shane. So what should you do with your time and money now that you're completely debt-free, mortgage-free, and have a million-dollar net worth? Well, I don't know a lot about your situation, Shane, besides what you've done financially, but I'll just share some ideas for you on what to consider, and I hope you like them. Number one, consider stopping or slowing down retirement contributions. Given your ability to save and invest like you have, I'm going to guess you haven't slowed down or stopped doing a lot of that. (laughs) But I'm going to ask you to consider it, at least for your retirement investments. And here is why. You might be saving and investing too much. What? Too much? Can Can you save and invest too much? Yes, I believe you can. Let me show you what our situation looks like as an example and tell you why we slowed down. Nicole and I are both 40 years old. To live comfortably, we spend around sixty dollars to $80,000 per year. We have around $550,000 stashed away for retirement. That's in you know, 401ks, IRAs, HSAs, things like that. 
If we contribute nothing more to this pile of money, we could expect to have around $2 million by the time we're 60. Now that's factoring in inflation over the decades. With the 4% rule, this tells me that we'll have around $80,000 per year to live on, factoring in inflation. That's all we need. I told you before we live between sixty dollars and $80,000 per year. So if we have this amount of money taking us to the ability to live on $80,000 per year by the time we retire, we're good. We don't really need to contribute anything more from today until that day. Let's just say we want to build more wealth and have more in retirement, right? Then maybe this is something that you've been considering. Well, hey, you know, we're doing really well. Let's just keep, let's just keep plugging away. Let's say we contribute $1,000 per month instead of nothing. Then we could get to $2.6 million by the time we get to 60, allowing for $104,000 per year in retirement. Hey, more money. That's, that sounds good, right? Well, if we only really need $80,000 max per year to be happy, you know, adjusting for inflation, then why would we go for more? At least for us, we are in the mindset that we'd rather have more money now than when we're in our 60s or 70s. And honestly, who knows what's going to happen then? I hope we live a long life, but I don't want to pass up the opportunities that we might have today for a bigger pile of money later. If you secure the future with this Coast Fire concept and you essentially create your own pension, then we believe it's important to live more and enjoy more now. There are so many other great ways to use your money instead of retirement accounts once you've gotten to this Coast Fire situation. So that's the first thing I want you to consider. Number two, invest in income producing real estate. If you've done the Coast Fire calculations and now you feel confident that your retirement years are all set, consider investing for the years before retirement. Now you could do this in the stock market with like a taxable brokerage, but outside of the stock market, real estate is one of the best ways to continue to grow your wealth and diversify your income outside of a job. I've had the opportunity to interview dozens of real estate investors on my podcast, and the major benefit they've shared with me with real estate investing is that it allows them to create another income stream sooner than traditional stock market investing. And I believe that's true. More of your investment return comes in the form of income or a dividend with real estate than with stock market investing. Your asset appreciation tends to be lower over time in comparison to stock market investing, but all in all, you could make more with real estate investing than in the stock market. The trade-off, though, is that you got to work harder for it. Being a landlord takes time and energy. Finding the right property takes time and energy. Even outsourcing the landlord work to a property management company takes time and energy. As a busy parent, I don't really have a desire for that in this season of my life. That's why I'm very interested in investing in real estate without being a busy landlord. A couple of my favorite tactics are investing in REIT index funds. So REIT is a real estate investment trust. You can do that. We do this with both Vanguard and with M1 Finance. Just makes it easy. You can buy an index fund REIT. Also, something I'm really intrigued with lately is arrived homes. 
they allow you to buy shares of actual rental properties, $100 per share, and they take care of the property management for you, and you collect quarterly dividend checks. I already bought six shares of some properties through Arrived Homes in South Carolina and Tennessee, just to give it a go. You know, what is that, 600 bucks? So I'll be sure to keep you guys updated on how this goes with this company, but it's so far so good. It's pretty cool. I'll put their link in the description if you want to check them out as well. Anyway, real estate could definitely be an option for you in your mortgage-free millionaire stage of life. Number three, work fewer hours. Building more wealth is fun and all, but what about working fewer hours per week? That sounds fun, right? If you're currently working a 40 to 60 hour work week, consider modifying your life so you can work 20 to 30 hours. That may mean that you make less money, but aren't we all just trading our time for money anyway? How about getting more of that time back? If this piques your interest, begin conversations with your employer about the opportunity to do your job part-time or work more hours from home in the future. With this plan to own more of your time, you'll open yourself up to new hobbies, the ability to take care of your health more effectively, and be able to spend more time with your family. If you're not traditionally employed, and maybe you own your own business, consider crafting your business in a way where you're reducing your hours worked. This may mean more outsourcing or a reduction in the overall business growth and revenue for your biz. But the trade-off is a happier, simpler, and healthier life. Number four, maximize life experiences. When you become a mortgage-free millionaire, I think it's time to spend more of your money on things you really enjoy. There, I said it. A personal finance guy talking about how much fun it is to spend money. It is. (laughs) Bill Perkins talked about maximizing life experiences in his book, Die With Zero. It's a philosophy as a super saver that was really difficult for me to understand in the beginning. Essentially, he shares that dying with money in the bank is essentially wasting experiences you could have had with the people you love most. For a guy who tracked his net worth frequently and became a mortgage-free millionaire in his 30s, that notion hit me right in the center of the eyes, man. I didn't want to die with a pile of money and miss out on experiences in my 30s and 40s and 50s that I probably wouldn't want to do in my 60s and 70s anyway. So for that reason, I'd highly suggest using more of your money for fun now. Go on more vacations, create more hobbies, carve out more time with your spouse or anything you love to do, but maybe you've been holding back on. Life is short. You've done the hard work. Have some more fun. Number five, serve and give. Can money buy happiness? Yes, I believe it can, but only to an extent. Once all of your needs are met and you're comfortable, you may find that you're missing something. You can invest more, you can buy more stuff and experiences, but I believe true happiness really grows when you're serving and giving. This type of service and giving can come in different ways. Modifying your work life to right a wrong you're seeing in the world. Volunteering 40 to 60 hours per year towards a cause that calls to your heart. 
laddering up your giving by a percentage or two to make a bigger impact, using your voice and influence in your community or on social media to create positive change, and bring your family and friends along with you on that journey of service and giving. When you have control of your money and your time, you have the ability to not only improve your life, but the lives of countless others. That is powerful. With that knowledge, the world can continue to become a better place. And you can get a nicer car too, if you want. (laughs) Now that you're a mortgage-free billionaire. A nicer car and change the world. Sound good? Okay. (laughs) Well, enough from me, everyone. I want to hear from you. What do you think of these five points that I just rattled off on? What would your life look like after becoming a mortgage-free millionaire? Please hit me up on social media by sharing this episode, sharing your thoughts, and tagging me at Andy Hill MKM on Twitter or Facebook, or at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram. And if you have a question like Shane, please leave me a voicemail at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. I love answering questions like this, everyone. It is a lot of fun. And if you're not a mortgage-free millionaire, like most of the country or the world, this at least helps you get an idea of where you're headed. Because I believe with dedication and focus A lot of us can do this. A lot of us can pay off our house. A lot of us can build enough in investments to take care of ourselves so we're comfortable in retirement. So I think that might be my goal, to make all of you mortgage-free millionaires. (laughs) That'd be fun, right? Either way, send me your comments, your questions. It'd be great to hear from you. We'll be back to the show after a word from our sponsors. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month 
each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Thanks for taking the time to consider our sponsors, everybody. Let's jump back into the show. Investing for retirement takes time, patience, and consistency. Eventually, you'll reach a point where you don't need to contribute any more money to hit your retirement goals. That's what we like to call Coast Fire. In our Coast Fire segment today, we're going to interview Josh Miller from Michigan. Josh and his wife, Rebecca, hit this Coast Fire milestone recently in their mid-30s. Today, we're going to learn how they accomplished this family financial goal and how this affects their journey going forward. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thanks for having me, Andy. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for being here and thank you for being transparent and helping others hit this big goal. Let's talk about when you started investing. How did you start investing? What got you motivated and how did that all start? Well, I started investing right after college, got my first kind of career professional job, you know, in accounting and they offered me a retirement account, which was confusing at the time because I knew about 401ks, but I was working for the government, which was a 403b. So right off the bat, already confused, but they did give me a retirement account and I started contributing right away. And I think 10% and I set up the auto contributions from every single paycheck and didn't really know what to do other than that at the time, then 12 years going and, and here we are reaching coast fire. So started early and, and it pays off, you know? <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. So you push the button of go and you didn't touch it for a long time and then magical things happen. I love that. So when did you realize this Coast Fire idea? When did you say, hey, I feel like I've reached this? At what point did you feel like that? Well, knowing like the math behind Coast Fire, which I'm sure we'll get into, I would say early in the pandemic in 2020 is when we reached Coast Fire. We happened to be sitting on kind of a large pile of cash. We didn't really have plans for it at the time. And then the pandemic hit. The market took that, I think it was at least 30% dip, and um, we didn't really have a plan for that money. I'm like, is this the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that we have? And we, we threw almost all that cash right back into the market, and I think our portfolio basically doubled within one year of that time frame. So we got incredibly fortunate, but that we just happened to have it and the, the stars aligned, you know. Taking advantage of that downturn that we had, it seemed like a really, I remember it was whatever, two years ago, and it seemed like a really kind of depressing time, like, oh my, what's going to happen? But I think there was an opportunity for a lot of people and it sounds like like you guys took advantage of that, which is great. So how much do you guys have invested today here in 2022? Well, our net worth at the end of the last quarter, March 2022, was about 750,000, but we have a lot of equity in our house, probably 130 or so. So just between the investments and our cash, we're sitting on about 635000 
So Josh, when people put together these numbers and they say, hey, I've reached Coast Fire, it's different depending on who you ask. I know I like to throw in in a compound interest calculator and then see where that 7% takes me by the time I'm in my 60s. How do you calculate it? And then now that you've reached this status, I guess, what does that mean for you guys? Sure. So the way, like mathematically speaking, the way we calculate it is we try to use the 4% rule for a Coast Fire. So we know that how much our life costs, right? And so using the 4% rule, you take your living expenses and you multiply by 25. And that's kind of like your, your end number of that. If you reach that number, whatever it may be, like the $1.3 million is what we would need in our portfolio to be able to withdraw the 4% every year and your portfolio shouldn't dwindle and you should be able to live off that amount. So when I'm thinking about Coast Fire, we don't have that number yet. Like I said, I think we have 635 in our, in our portfolio, but we know that using the compound interest calculators and just any calculator on the internet, you can kind of put in, we, if we're at just use our number $600,000, you plug in an interest rate, take into account inflation. If you want, use a little bit lower number, play around with it. We know that without a doubt, we will have that $1.3 million in our retirement account by the time we're in our sixties very likely in our in our early 50s even maybe late 40s if we're lucky you know so what that means to us is that every year our income doesn't we don't have to keep saving as much money every year that our income just has to cover that year's expenses because our portfolio is going to do its thing we don't need to worry about retirement anymore we just need to live now as you said, you know, you take that compound interest chart, you see where it's going to go over time. And since you guys started this heavy lifting so early, you guys are going to let decades compound before you actually need that money. So how much do you need to live on just to help people understand that whole 4% thing? Because this is a comfortable number. People want to be able to, okay, how much do I need to live comfortably? Well, what's that number for you guys? Yeah, so... That number for us, after we pay off our mortgage is how I think about it, we'll be able to live comfortably off of between forty-five dollars and $55,000 a year. Just for like when I'm doing calculations, we try to be conservative. So we'll use the higher number of 55000 when we're trying to figure out, are we going to be able to retire early? Got it. I like thinking about it with the mortgage-free path as well, because combining these two things, I feel like there's a recipe just for, it helps you relax as a busy you know, worker, busy parent, busy spouse. So I love these concepts together. So now that you guys have realized this level of Coast Fire and you've got plans for mortgage freedom, what does that do for your thoughts around your money going forward? What are you excited about using your money for, I guess, between your mid-30s and your early 60s when you might tap into it for traditional retirement? Yeah, it, I think exciting is the right word to use, right? A lot of people are kind of on that hamster wheel. They're working to get through life and they're told what to do. When you have the savings, when you have these goals achieved, you get to make the rules. You get to live the life you want and design things the way you want. And so for, for us, for our family, we want freedom and flexibility now. You know, that's what's important to us. And so our decision-making process is a little bit different. It's not what do we need. It's, it's does this make me happy? If I'm, I'm still working in a career with salary position, so is my wife. But I can now ask the question, is, does this really make me happy? Would a different career make me more happy, even if it pays less? Because we have that flexibility now. So our, our just decision-making and the conversations we have are very different than they were even three, five years ago. I love that. Yeah, I think the 
fact that it opens up options for you is exciting for sure. It, even if it's not like, hey, I want to do this tomorrow, just having the ability to make those decisions in the near future sounds like it's a really freeing thing for you and your wife, Rebecca. Talk to us about you know when this money grows to that 1.3 million or more as you're needing. Are you guys thinking of traditionally retiring in your 59 and a half year or 65 or based on this change of your life, does traditional retirement even, is that even required, I guess? <laughs> I would say, heck no, it's not yeah. even required, right? <laughs> we actually, we, we talk about this fairly regularly. I'm a little bit more nutty about it. I used to do like weekly uh, weekly PowerPoint presentation of our finances. <laughs> I'm the accounting accounting there you background. Go, right? Right? Yeah. She's, she's more marketing <laughs> communications. <laughs> We've evolved since then, but... <laughs> She's going to be embarrassed when she hears that. <laughs> but um, but as we as we evaluate our lives and, and our careers, the traditional nine to five isn't isn't really like the long term strategy for us. We are now starting to think about well, what would meaningful work look like? How do we make more of an impact on our community? How are we there for our, our children as much as possible? And so going back to that those freedoms and that flexibility of our time, we want that now if possible or at least more of it. And, and being at Coast Fire gives us that freedom to to pursue those. I love that. Well, there's somebody listening, Josh, to our conversation. And, you know, they, they hear about 401ks. I'm on social media a lot. I'm on TikTok sometimes <laughs> for some of the work that I do. And I get a lot of people that really hate on the 401k. They think it's a scam. They think the IRA, the 401k, these are scams because you don't have access to your money until you're in your 60s. What would you say to that person? A uh, few things. I think the first thing is you have to begin with the end in mind. I think that's a Franklin Covey quote. And to do that, you, it requires that long-term vision. And 401ks, retirement plans, are set up with that long-term vision in mind. So Social Security has been around. Pensions were around for, for my, my parents' generation. Those things aren't as reliable for my generation. This is a tool in our tool belt, it's not the only tool. I understand that there are other means to an end, but I do think it, you need to, to think about it in that frame of mind with the end in mind. You want to, you want to think long-term, right? So the counter to that would be uh, the only way I, I think I would agree with that person is if they're big into maybe like real estate. I know you can kind of cash flow your way through life with real estate as long as you're not over, over leveraged, right? But no, I think 401ks, IRAs, and especially Roth tools are such such powerful tools for our generation and in terms of investing and reaching your financial goals. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, my dad had the opportunity to take advantage of a pension, and I think it's fantastic. I think it's a really neat tool. But a lot of us in our 30s and 40s, we don't have opportunities for pensions. It's incumbent on us to make our own pension. And that's what I think of Coast Fire. I think it's like creating your own pension and letting it grow. So I think it's beautiful, Josh. Thank you very much for this conversation. If somebody wants to achieve Coast Fire like you, what is one small step that they should take following this interview? To be honest with you, my advice to people is usually just read personal finance books, get engaged with it, understand what, what good saving habits are. Some of my favorite books would be The Richest Man in Babylon if you're just looking for a quick read, right? If you want to challenge your, your thinking, your money or your life was really impactful for me. And then even uh, what does a millionaire look like? You could read The Millionaire Next Door or Everyday Millionaires, I think is like more updated version of that same book. So in a nutshell, though, if, if you're interested in fire and you start reading stuff, listening to stuff, 
I'm very confident that, that you can get there. I love it. I love it. Educate yourself and then be your own advocate. I think that's great advice, Josh. So I understand that you also help people in this area. So tell us a little bit about where people can contact you if they have questions. Sure. Yeah, I am a personal financial coach. I have my own business. It's called Ratoon Financial. So R-A-T-O-O-N Financial. You can contact me via email at ratoonfinancial at gmail.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, You can message me there as well. Awesome, Josh. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us today and being transparent and helping everybody else achieve Coast Fire. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. Before we go for the day, I would like to ask you to do one quick favor for me. Please share your favorite marriage, kids, and money episode on social media and tag your friend Andy at Andy Hill MKM on Twitter and Facebook or at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram. I'm doing my best to put positive, helpful work out there into the world to help folks thrive. And your support with sharing that work would mean a lot to me. So to encourage you to do that, we're going to give away free Marriage, Kids & Money merchandise each month going forward. That is right, my friends. Carpe diem shirts, MKM mugs, Be The Change hoodies, all the good stuff. Speaking of promoting positive work and sharing good news. Recently, I found this news story, and it's entitled Nine-Year-Old's Lemonade Stand Raises $2,000 for Shelter Cats After He Saw They Had No Toys. And to help me read this article and share the good word once again, I'm happy to be joined by my son, Calvin Hill. How's it going, Calvin? Good. So, Calvin, uh, I saw you were watching Mr. Beast. You like Mr. Beast? Yeah. Yeah? Why do you like Mr. Beast so much? He's just really nice and gives away money. That's so cool. You think you're drawn to people who are nice that give away money? Yeah. That's awesome. Who does he give money to? He gives money to like random people. Oh, wow. That's cool. Well, well, speaking of giving away money, let's read this story about this nice boy who did this, okay? Mm-hmm. A nine-year-old boy walked into his local animal shelter with a big plastic bag filled with cash, handing over the proceeds he raised at a lemonade stand. Ben Miller in Boise, Idaho, collecting a whopping $1,150 in one weekend. It was his third lemonade stand fundraiser since 2019, a year when he was visiting the Idaho Humane Society with his grandmother and noticed that some of the cats didn't have toys. So far, he's donated a grand total of $1,950 to support the cats he loves so much. His mother helped him create an event on Facebook which brought in people from across the valley. People also sent money without even visiting to get a drink. It was such a fun day meeting so many awesome people and their pets. We had a full car of people pull up saying that they just heard about it on the radio, said Amy Miller on Facebook. And the highlight that topped off the day was Ben's teacher coming by. Ben says he has no plans 
to stop his charity work for the shelter, which makes his mother beam, even though she says he's always had a big heart. It really just blew me away. Awesome. What a cool story. Thanks for reading it with me, Calvin. Another person that likes donating and helping out in their community, just like Mr. Beast and like you. So tell me what you think about this little boy giving his money to the cat shelter. What do you think about that? It's really nice. And since the cats don't have toys and they can't play much, he just gives away like 1950 yeah, good memory. <laughs> you're, you're a numbers kid, I can tell, man. <laughs> you knew the exact number. <laughs> wow. So why do you think it's important to give some of your money when you do hard work like that? If it's like some, it's fine. Like it's only some, but money is important because maybe you're like poor or something and then you like don't have any money. So you live on the streets and you just ask for money. Yeah. So if you have some money, it's nice to give a little bit so people can have something. That's right. So let's talk about, let's say like you had a lemonade stand, right? You made a thousand dollars. Like, oh my gosh, right? How much of that do you think you would give away? Mm, All of it. All of it? Maybe like 500. 500. Okay. Yeah. So 500 for fun and toys and stuff. And... 500 for giving away. Maybe like someone's poor. Yeah, you could give it to somebody who's poor. That's very nice of you, buddy. Well, I like that. I think uh, it's a good conversation. I think Mr. Beast is a good example for you. What do you think? Yeah. And this boy from Idaho, Ben, right? Ben, way to go. Very cool. Everybody, thank you for listening to this awesome story that Calvin shared. Calvin, I'm going to give you uh, $3 for participating in today's good word. What do you think about that? Good. Good. I'm glad. Okay, Calvin, I want you to help me with something new this week. We're going to read a social shout out. So so people go on social media and they say, hey, I really like marriage, kids and money. Isn't that nice that they do that? Yeah. So there was there was two this month that happened. What I want you to do is talk to our electronic friend and say, can you pick a number between one and two? Can you do that with her? Alexa. Pick a number between one and two. Here's a number between one and two. It's one. All right. Well, our first social shout out came from Jacqueline Renee. And Calvin, I was hoping that you could read this for us. My focus for 2022 has been financial literacy. I have been endlessly listening to Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast. and minority mindset. I'm actually making more money than ever before I'm spending less. Valuing my things more too. Awesome. Calvin, great reading. Thank you very much for doing that. Jacqueline, thank you very much for sending this awesome praise for the show. It really means a lot to me as a words of affirmation guy, as well as just a small business owner trying to get uh, my business out there. So I'll be DMing you back with my thanks. And I'd like to offer you one piece of free merch from the Marriage, Kids and Money merch store. Again, we got t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, 
coffee mugs, anything you need. You get, you need like a like a baby onesie. We even got those. It's kind of crazy. And Everything. Mr. Beast sweaters. <laughs> Mr. Beast sweaters. I should put those in the store. <laughs> if you want a Mr. Beast sweater, we can get that. <laughs> Marriage Kiss and Buddy sweaters are pretty good too. But you know, maybe someday I'll, I'll grow my YouTube channel to be as big as Mr. Beast. <laughs> But if you want to share your favorite MKM episode on social media and tag us at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram or at Andy Hill MKM on Twitter or Facebook, you'll have a chance for Calvin to pick your name and you'll receive some free merch from the store as well. Or if you just want to check out that store, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash store or it's on the homepage of Marriage Kids and Money and you can support the Hill family. Calvin and I will be here next month sharing the good word. Calvin, thank you so much for being here, buddy. Should we do? Can you say? Can you thank you? Thank you so much for being here, Calvin. <laughs> thank you for being here, Calvin's clone. <laughs> Am I your clone? Yeah, because everyone says I look like you. You do look like me, buddy. Especially when my hair gets longer, we have, we have the same hair. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, my son Calvin is going to end the show with a quote today from Howard Zim. Small acts, when multiplied by millions of people, can transform the world. Excellent, buddy. Create your small act and be the change you want to see, everyone. Carpe diem! diem.